Hi everyone, this is iBook Binding Podcast. This is Pyle. Uh, this is my co-host Stepan. Uh, today will be one of our shorter episodes. We are planning to talk about European book markets, of which Stepan is a big connoisseur. He'll uh, tell us about the best ones, the best one to be uh, uh, particular, and the worst ones, which I assume will be Berlin, right? <laughs> Well, I'm not sure about Berlin. Uh, I, I still think that uh, some of book markets I saw in Moscow were much worse. <laughs> not everyone considers considers Moscow to be European cities, though. So it's <laughs> uh, despite it being the biggest one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure. I, I I'd really like to you know to uh, talk about best and worst and uh, to rank them in, in in any way but i definitely wanted to discuss some of the things i saw in different book markets and uh, uh, my experience with them and uh, how i felt about uh, the uh, i don't know not traditions but the, how the things are done in different places and uh, so it won't be one of those top seven book markets number six will surprise you especially <laughs> <laughs> oh, no definitely firstly i'm i'm very biased so i i would definitely say that uh, the best uh, european book market uh, old books market is in the hague but uh, you can you can guess that's uh, one that one of the reasons is that uh, it's only 30 minutes away from me and <laughs> I can go there every Thursday when there is no lockdown. So <laughs> I'm I'm definitely very biased on that matter. Uh, I thought we could start with Moscow's uh, book markets because they were your first experience uh, of book markets. Tell me what was the norm back here and uh, what surprised you when you moved to Europe? What was different? I'm I'm not sure that uh, Moscow book markets were my first experience because uh firstly we we need to differentiate because there are there are book markets where new books are presented and uh, moscow has uh, several of them which are really impressive and uh, have a good representation there and uh, you can find a lot of uh, new new and uh, uh, maybe some old books you can meet with authors you can uh, talk with them uh, discuss some issues and and so on and uh, uh, I don't know. There is a non-fiction book market. Uh, there is uh, uh, there is some book market on Vadenha uh, uh, right now. As as far as I remember, as I remember, there is a book market on uh, the Red Square, and uh, they held it this year, even despite the it was a period of uh, total lockdown. So these book markets seem to me top-notch events, and uh, I really like them. But Today we wanted to speak about uh, old books uh, markets, antique book markets, and uh, my experience with them uh, uh, in Moscow was pretty limited. And I think the first large event of that sort was organized by the current mayor after we left uh, uh, Moscow. So I was a visitor to Moscow when when it, when it first uh, happened, and I was uh, really absolutely disappointed with this uh, uh, event because. Uh, it seemed like there was a party order to you know to create a book market and uh, some uh, some uh, bureaucrat decided he needs to you know to tell every uh, antique bookseller in moscow you have to be there otherwise uh, we will send tax authorities to check your books and i don't mean the old books but the 
bookkeeper's books. So they did, and the choice of books was absolutely random. But what was worse is that uh, like 90% of uh, uh, sellers that were working there didn't know a thing about the books they were selling. So they, they just put there some students who didn't know anything about books, book history, old books, uh, like any, anything uh, connected to books. And uh, only only couple of sellers there uh, uh, definitely were the owners of the, sh of the uh, shops or something like that. And they knew uh, their stuff and uh, they were ready to answer me, give me some recommendations or something like that. So... This was uh, disappointed, but it was it was a year ago or so. I don't remember. I think or or a year and a half ago. And I think they had a second book market after that. And I don't know how it went. So uh, maybe it's much better now. I don't know. But what about the flea markets? Surely they have uh, book stalls. Uh, you mean in in Moscow and in Russia or? Yeah. Well. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> because I, I almost never went to flea markets uh, uh, in, in Moscow. And uh, I have not much experience with that. And uh, uh, I, I've been to several flea markets in Moscow and Moscow area, but uh, it's, it's mostly like, you know, some old uh, crap and uh, samovars and uh, not really much uh, uh, anything related to books. <laughs> So, yeah, there, there are, there are. When, when we walked uh, uh, around Moscow with you, there are some spots where uh, I think since Soviet times, uh, uh, some uh, some people, some enthusiasts, uh, sell old books like from a stall, and uh, uh, this looks completely unofficial, and uh, it looks like they're selling, uh, sell, selling stuff only only until the next policeman comes and tells them uh, to uh, take their. Uh, uh, possessions and uh, walk away and uh, sometimes you can definitely find some gems in, in uh, some gems for some some really nice money being sold by these people and uh, I, I really remember them uh, selling books uh, since 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 my childhood and I'm sure your experience um, uh, is the same. And, and, uh, me too I recently met an old guy like 500 meters from the Red Square next to the uh, Moscow's biggest library and he seemed vaguely familiar and then it hit me I bought my uh, one of my first old books from him 20 years ago yeah, with my yeah. With my first own money, I bought an old book, an old book about architecture from yeah. 1930s, and he's yeah. still there. He's yeah. still doing his thing. Then, yeah. That's kind. Of, that's kind of nice. But again, you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, the, it's very random. You never know what you find there. It's like yeah. what they could find in this particular week. You yeah. uh, never, you never form an, an, a, a buyer-seller attachment. It's just a random guys uh, selling random books. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. So, and and the what what I wanted to add that is that uh, in my opinion, the best book markets are the most diverse book markets where you can. Uh, it's it's not like uh, for example when when it was before uh, before the pandemic and before the lockdowns I went to the Hague every Thursday and it was a sort of routine for me. This doesn't mean that every Thursday I bought anything anything good. 
this doesn't mean even that every Thursday I, I bought a book because there were definitely some days, rarely, but still, there were definitely some days when, uh, when I went home without anything uh, in my backpack. And, uh, uh, but sometimes there were days when I, when I bought like 20, 30, 40 books uh, and uh, uh, it was uh, so, they were so heavy that uh, I, I uh, sometimes I wasn't sure that I will uh, get to, to my home <laughs> with all that new stuff. <laughs> Uh, but uh, this is what makes uh, uh, the market in The Hague so good because the, there are different sellers there who have their own characters and approach to books. And for example, I know uh, this seller, I like in 99% of uh, cases, I wouldn't find anything that interests me uh, because his scope is a bit different or his approach to choosing books is a bit different or his price range is a bit different. But at least I know uh, there is a difference between these people and uh, their approach to book selling. And uh, I can always uh, uh, find something from a different seller there. In, Mo in Moscow, returning to this uh, book market in Moscow, it was like... Uh, Almost all the sellers uh, had just all the same uh, stock of, uh, I don't know, um, collections of stories by different authors uh, that were published and republished in, in million copies in Soviet times. And uh, nobody needs these books today. Nobody cares about them. And, but they just wanted to fill the shelves and to uh, make an illusion of, of a bookmark. So the goal of this event was absolutely different. <laughs> How, how is this bookseller community in, in The Hague uh, formed? From, uh, from what I uh, gathered uh, talking to you, these are sometimes uh, dynasties. So they've been working there for years and years and years. This is an old event. You need to buy a license. Yeah, yeah. How does it work? I don't know exactly how long the history of this book market is, but uh, I... From my talks with uh, uh, different booksellers, I know that uh, it's it's uh, it started quite a long ago, long time ago. Some of the booksellers uh, came much later than the uh, book market uh, began. Of course, it can be definitely much later if it began. A, a, I don't know a century ago because I don't know when when it started. But then uh, they told me that uh, it was much larger like 20 or 30, 30 or 40 years ago, so it shrunk. Uh, and uh, this is what happens with uh, all of book markets in, in the Netherlands, as far as I understand. And I guess it, uh, it's the same uh, tendency, uh, there is the same tendency in, uh, in the whole Europe and maybe in the whole world, because uh, uh, book uh, selling and book reading was uh, declining for, for many years. There were some changes in, in, the, in the last year, I think it was last year for the first time in, 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 uh, in, in a row of like uh, six or eight years, uh, uh, books, uh, sales of book uh, of paper books uh, increased compared to the previous year. And uh, it was a bit of a strange and, and happy development, but uh, uh, I'm not sure if it will go this way uh, further. So yeah, uh, you're, say, you're saying it's uh, diminished in size, but still, uh, it's a big uh, market, right? Yeah, How big are we yeah. talking? How many stalls? So uh, in in the Hague, uh, there are there were because uh, uh, lockdowns changed everything, and uh, usually on summer there were something like uh, one, two, three, four, maybe ten to fifteen booksellers, and uh, 
this means that it, it is like uh, something like uh, 20 to 30 to 40 uh, uh, two meter long stalls. So that's a lot. That's 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 a that's a that's a big uh, book market, uh, and uh, and it was it was larger before. <laughs> And uh, as for the dynasties, I'm not sure about uh, all of the uh, booksellers I know from uh, from The Hague, because I know for sure that two of them uh, are, weren't parts of uh, any uh, bookselling dynasties. One of them started selling books uh, quite by chance. He told me that he, it was a, a, a fun story because he was tra traveling somewhere in, in South America and he's a great fan of... Uh, uh, ship music and uh, at some uh, he was visiting some bookseller and uh, saw a collection of uh, uh, sh old ship music that uh, was pretty rare and expensive and it was sold for 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 peanuts and uh, he bought it and first firstly he had to to re-export it from from South America back to the Netherlands uh, and then he uh, uh, he sold part of it, but decided to keep uh, uh, another part of it because he's not only bookseller but also a collector. And uh, it's there is always a conflict between being a bookseller and being a collector. And uh, that was uh, uh, a starting point for him, as as far as I understand. So there was this one thing you said that interested me. Uh, uh, you're implying only, that only only one. <laughs> I was well, talking for one. minutes. <laughs> but uh, th this one stood out. You said that uh, book markets are declining because people are reading less books. But yeah. from what I know about book collectors, yeah. uh, they do not generally read most of the books they buy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, that's what I wanted to ask. Do people still come to these places to buy a book to read? Or is it mostly to collect them and to have them and to have the joy of uh, owning them? Well, uh, I'm not an expert on that matter because I, I... Which is, by the way, why we should interview one of those. Yeah, and, and that's that's in the plans, by the way. I, I, I discussed that with, with a couple of them and uh, uh, they probably will agree in the end. <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, uh, we discussed this uh, with uh, with some of the sellers and uh, uh, definitely some of people buy books for collections and uh, they do not plan uh, uh, to read them. And uh, some of books definitely buy books to read them. And uh, 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 some of the sellers sell, for example, fiction books and, uh, and such and uh, cheap fiction books. and. Uh, most of the people who buy them, buy them to, to read because uh, uh, that's not really a collectible stuff. Well, that depends on collection. If you, if you uh, collect uh, cheap pulp books, then cheap pulp books is, uh, is uh, what, what you're looking for uh, to, to build your collection and maybe not to read. But uh, uh, mostly these books are, are bought to, for reading. And, and that was one of the things that one of the sellers uh, uh, told me recently that uh, a little bit of uh, short story before that. Some of the sellers, they uh, sell uh, on different markets on different days. Because, for example, uh, the market in The Hague is on Thursdays, uh, the market in Amsterdam is on Fridays, and 
probably some other day as well. The market in Rotterdam, I think it's on, on Tuesdays. Uh, so for example, there is a seller who sells in Rotterdam and uh, in The Hague. There is another uh, couple of uh, uh, different sellers who sell in Amsterdam and in The Hague. There is a seller who sells uh, right in front of my door in Leiden uh, on Saturdays and then and, uh, on Fridays he goes to, to Amsterdam. And uh, I, uh, one of, I asked one of the sellers how, how he feels uh, the market goes after all the uh, tourists went away uh, because of the lockdown. And uh, he told me like, okay, I'm very happy because uh, uh, the tourists weren't my main audience anyway. Uh, because mostly uh, the people who buy books from me are the locals or the people who work around the markets. And uh, for example, in case of, of The Hague, uh, in autumn, the book uh, market is located right next to uh, several ministerial uh, buildings. So he told me that uh, a lot of ministry officials come to book market to buy books on Thursdays, but now everyone everybody's working from home and uh, he he lost a lot of his regulars uh, uh, because of the lockdown so it, it wasn't even the most troubling thing that uh, the market was closed uh, because when it opened it still uh, couldn't uh, couldn't you know uh, go to its full force because uh, the people who are working around the market in the city they are not working in the office right now it's it's not an easy time but on the other hand, uh, uh, many of these booksellers have also uh, some presence online and they sell uh, books through, I don't know, A-books, A-books uh, biblio.com and uh, other resources dedicated to selling books. So it's, it's not like they're absolutely broke, but it's, it's not easy for them. So go online and uh, buy some old books from... from uh, Antique booksellers, don't go to Amazon and don't buy new books from Amazon. Support old booksellers. Uh, I'd like to say thanks to every person who watched this video. And uh, if you want something to add or uh, you have uh, any topics uh, for us to discuss next time, please leave a comment below. Uh, thanks to our patrons on uh, Patreon. Uh, if you like these videos and if you like uh, what iBookBinding does, uh, you can support iBookBinding uh, with a little bit of money. Uh, pledges start with uh, one dollar or one euro per month. With higher pledges, you will get uh, some uh, nice stuff like digitized books. The, all the money coming from our patrons now goes uh, to cover the editing of uh, these videos. So. Uh, it is spent on uh, good stuff. And uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye.